You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. Oh, man. What's up? On rainy day. We needed the rain, though. Yeah, we did. You know? Got done without all the extra yeah, curricular stuff, though. Well, what do you mean? Well, it's the start of our uh, vacation. Yeah, Bible will study this week for the kids at church. Mm-hmm. So uh, they kicked it off tonight. With... I got saved at one of those. Did you? Yeah. That's cool. So it's impressive. Mm-hmm. People that do that. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work, but it is like so life changing because i remember him talking about hell and i was like okay i don't want to go there yeah so yeah so i grew up old school missionary baptist and it was it was totally different for us kids (laughs) like it yeah but anyway so we were there they you know they had a whole bunch of stuff scheduled for outside of course it's raining and uh, so they moved it all inside. They had little little programs set up, little skits and whatnot. And we we didn't stay the whole time because they're getting ready to watch a movie since everything got shut down outside. We get home, we pull in the drive, and bam, every single time there is a storm of any magnitude. It could uh, like the one today wasn't even strong. I didn't think so. But it basically knocked down an entire tree. Mm. And then on its way down, it knocked down a third of another one. And the thing is about, like, your location, like, I would love to have trees there, but it's almost not worth it because they just keep getting knocked down. Yeah. All the trees we have are older trees. and uh, So was that the purpose when you uh, started building there? You wanted to keep those trees in front of the house? Well, we just kind of yeah, picked the ones that we liked and yeah. then yeah, decided to build around those. How many are uh, you left with? Now, uh, man, there was we did have, like when we started, we had 11 oh. and now we have nine, but well, until today and we have eight now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, just keep keep dwindling, and uh, two of those are dead, like they you know died in the last couple of years. They just not fail yet. Have you thought about investing in a chainsaw? Yeah, but they have some really nice cordless chainsaws right now with the uh, battery <laughs> the, operated ones. Uh, I don't know about now, all that. I'm telling you all what, all that stuff in my yard. Mm. You remember that? You ain't got no big trees in your yard, though. No, but it was half of a big tree. I mean, get, don't get me wrong. It's a 14-inch blade. Right. But I cut all that down with a 40-volt battery, and I chopped it up and put it on the trailer. Yeah. So, I mean, they're really impressive from where they used to come from. Right. You know, they used to not be that powerful, but yeah. I, I bet I used it for two and a half hours. Hmm. That's not bad. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to, it's going to take some serious equipment to get some of that. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, it, some it of them big. are as big around as, like, a uh, uh, twin bed. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah like, you know, if you could find someone that makes those tables yeah. or like a uh, sawmill. Yeah. But, you know, I'd say those st- sawmills stay so busy with people trying to hit them yeah, up yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. I guarantee that. you they do. You know? Like, there's a few wood shops in the area that you know kind of do that. But it's expensive. It don't matter if you supply the wood or not. It is pricey to do that. Yeah. Because it takes a lot of special equipment just to get the wood from its regular state to what you need it to be. And yeah. it's, ugh. We yeah. looked into doing that once upon a time, and, yeah. And actually, our you know, dining room table now, we had built at a little you know, mom-and-pop shop. Yeah. And it wasn't cheap. Uh. Very similar to the prices at like a Ashley Furniture, like oh, a full price. I see price of Ashley Furniture. Actually, yeah. no, that's not true. It was more than what it was at Ashley Furniture. Right. So, and uh, we both know my wife. Uh, she, for some reason, she doesn't mind spending money that we don't necessarily have on getting trees cleaned up in a sooner amount of time. Same. Yeah. Last time was a thousand bucks. Eight. It was eight seventy five. Is what we paid. Well, a quote that I got for three trees mm-hmm. with them offering to buy one of them because it's walnut and mm-hmm. it's really straight was thirty eight hundred dollars. Yeah, that same company who gave you that quote because I remember you talking about that. They yeah. gave me a quote for do the same job that the other people did. Their quote was twenty seven hundred. Really? Yeah. Twenty seven hundred. Yeah, that's a that's a two thousand dollar difference. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Damn. So maybe maybe there's other options. Yeah, I see. Yeah. So this week, if there's anybody listening from CMA Fest, mm-hmm. comment on our page. Let us know where you're from. Yeah. Because we actually put in a lot of work. <laughs> we spent some money. Mm-hmm. We had some unpleasant encounters yeah we had some pleasant encounters and as some, well yeah we took a photo Did. with someone yeah, and that yeah. was kind of cool mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh i was telling my grandmother how we had to pay to park with the phone yeah. and she's like see that's why i could never go down there because i don't know how to do all that <laughs> you know yeah and it's so fut- futuristic mm-hmm. you know and i'd say the worst part of it was the food truck situation yeah i mean that that was my least favorite part. i mean i've been told no a lot (laughs) but he was just rude yeah considering everything else that we dealt with well i'm pretty sure he was trying to just make as much money as possible while he was there well here's here's the situation folks so the two girls that were with us were my daughter's and you know how kids are. They don't want to stop and eat on the way in. They want to wait till you get in the middle of something and then get hungry. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, this has got to be much cheaper than going in Kid Rocks or yeah. a steakhouse. And then time you wait on the food. Yeah. You know, I wasn't looking to spend a lot. So I got... Like when you stepped up there for three meals, what was you expecting to spend? 30 bucks. Really? Well, I, I mean, it was I knew just it would two, be expensive. But... It was just two chicken platter or two chicken uh, yeah. baskets and a plain cheeseburger right. and three soft drinks mm-hmm. when he said $65 <laughs> I looked at it again mm-hmm. I mean like he didn't say it though no he didn't I yeah. read it when yeah. I read yeah, yeah, $65 yeah. that was the worst part to me is I had a little bit of cash 
And then I had my card, and I I ordered ordered a very similar meal to what you got. You know, I got chicken strips, and I got cheese fries, and I got a soda. I get it. You know, the order put in. He said, he said, all right, yeah, uh, cash your card. I said, well, how much is it? He said, cash your card. I said, well, if you tell me how much it is, I have, if it's a certain amount, I'll pay cash. If it's over that amount, I'll pay with a card. Right. He said, uh, he looked at his phone, acted like he was on his cal- yeah, calculator. He said, uh, 20. <laughs> yeah. The, and I, instantly, you knew he was just making it up as he went. And the thing is, there was no prices posted nowhere. No. So that has to be shady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? He was very shady. Yeah, we should have took a like a clip. Because the dude that was after me in line, he walked up. He ordered like a, a legit specialty meal that they only make there. Like, you know, one of their specialty items. Yeah, well. And a drink and fries and all this extra stuff. Do you know how much his was? How much? 14 bucks. See? He said, I want my regular. And when he walked up, he said, I want my regular. He said, So okay. he must have worked out a deal. See, they seen he us just as tourists. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And alive. 100%. Which, you know what? I hope his tire falls off. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. It's just like I said in the episode that did not save for whatever reason i hope when he's loading up his truck on his way home at his little warehouse or whatever i hope he trips over uh, a, juice. a sack of uh, pickles and a sack of uh, <laughs> hamburger buns and i hope a rake handle goes straight I, up I was kind of nervous about trying to finish it for two reasons yeah. Number one, if I would have known it would have been four pieces of chicken per mm-hmm. basket, mm-hmm. we would have just shared one. Right, that's a lot but of chicken. Like, yeah, in the heat, like I'm not gonna eat that much. And mm-hmm. then secondly, is it really well done? You know, yeah, no, it, it was pretty it was, quick. It, no, it wasn't that quick. I kind of felt like it was. I think it was done all the way. Just I mean, when I bit into it, it tasted done, but it also tasted. Like pickles. Because this man cooks his stuff. He's trying to be like Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A cooks their chicken. They fry it in a, like a, uh, a mixture of peanut oil and peanut, the uh, pickle juice. And pickle juice is very powerful. You don't need you know, much at all. But this guy, I think I'm pretty sure he used half and half. It well, was straight pickle. And it didn't taste nothing like Chick-fil-A. No, it didn't. It was no overwhelmingly means. pickle. And I hate pickles. Yeah. So I was already frustrated about that. Well, and we've seen a lot of cool people. We interacted with some funny people. And check out our TikTok. We've got two videos up right now from it. But I would say we tried to hand out a total of 600. And about three to 400 people took them. You know, because yeah. I, I don't know. I, I guess you could uh, high five their honesty. No, I don't want it. There's only a couple of people that were hateful. Yeah. Like that one girl. Mm-hmm. We still don't even know what that was about. Yeah, she was yelling and like she was talking in the middle of a conversation with somebody else. But like when she walked by me, she like looked at me and she yelled. Like, uh, okay. Yeah. It was uh, awkward. Yeah. But it was something to see. If you'd never seen it, 
it's worth going to. So, we're going to start this episode off with a featured artist. And this guy, I've known him since 2011. That is Mr. Mitch Rosell, who we all know have wrote more than one hit for Garth Brooks. He's been on the stadium tour. He's opened multiple football stadiums. I mean, multiple. Mm. And he's just a, a great guy. And his story is just great. Did you ever watch I did. the America's Got Talent audition? Yep, yep. yep. All right. Well, he had this song right here. We're going to do a verse and a chorus for it. And uh, we want you guys to go check it out. Give him a like. Tell him who sent you. This is Mitch Rossell's son. My mom was always running, chasing after something. I heard you couldn't tell her nothing when she was 19. She met my daddy. Took off in his T-top ship But it went from heart to heaven When they found out about me Every other weekend Was all I got to see Sometimes he'd come get me And we'd hit Teleco Creek Take that boat and drop it Grab the rods and reels and hop in He'd open up that tackle box And he'd open up to me And he'd say, son, I hope you know how much I love you And when you're not with me I'm always thinking of you You're the drive inside my heart the reason I reach for the stars above He said my world revolves around you That's why I call you son We drive back to small apartments Hot wheels on the worn out carpet Play games till the Braves game started He let me stay up late Time with him was always flat Sundays never had good time I'd start to pack and end up crying He'd kneel down and say Son, I hope you know how much I love you And when you're not I'm always thinking of you You're the drive inside my heart The reason I reach for the stars above He said my world revolves around you That's why I call you son well, I was gonna go live with him But I guess God had on a two-lane road on a Tuesday night The drunk drive across that center line They said my dad didn't feel a thing Well, I wish I could say the same Cause losing him and left me cold 
Outside it started pouring. I swear they were daddy's tears. My old man, I could almost see him. And that little face with a new heart beating. The pain in mine started leaving when I whispered in his ear. Son, I hope you know how much I love you. Now it all makes sense. This place in life I've come to. You fill the hole inside my heart. You're why I'll reach for the stars above. My world revolves around you. That's why I call you son. Wow. You know, I think that's the first time in the history of this show that we've played a song from the start to the finish. Yeah, because usually when you do that, there's a chance you'd get sued. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, You know that's him, a, so it's a little different. Yeah, and I mean, such a great song. And here's the thing. That song has been debuted on Garth's studio. They played the video, they played the song, and... It's also been debuted on his Opry debut. Right. But it didn't really take off until America's Got Talent. It was number one on all charts the yeah. next night. So that is so impressive, it and just, I'm so happy to see him. It just goes to show, like, you get in front of the right crowd, and great things can happen. Yeah. And hey. we've known he's talented for a long time. You especially. Like, I, I didn't know who he was until you... Yeah, you know, told me about him, and when we went and seen you know, Garth, and you told me he's wrote songs for Garth. You know, I wish really we could talented. have seen him open. Yeah, I know, but know? the rainstorm took care of that. But um, yeah, it's just—I mean, it's exciting for somebody who uh, is in the position he's in. I mean, he's not—you know—he's not starving, not living in his you know, van or anything. Oh but, no! But at the same time, this is a dream, man. This is his dream. Yeah, and it's starting to come to fruition. For sure. And like, I would love to see people get behind it the way they got behind Morgan Wallen. Yeah. Because, like, this guy is so much more talented. It, it, it's a, yeah, but they won't because it's, it's a whole different animal. Yeah, absolutely. He's not going to sing about all the all the party stuff and yeah. all the cool stuff. He's going to sing about real life. How man. could anybody else sing about it? Yeah. He's already sung it all. <laughs> Every song's know? about it. <laughs> so, all right. So, this episode, we're talking about the Duck Man. A Southern gentleman, Mr. Riley Green. Hmm. You know much about Riley? Uh, I know the name, and I've heard a couple songs. Well, he is 6'4", mm-hmm. and he was born uh, in 1998. He's 35 years old, the youngest of three. He resides, well, he grew up in Jacksonville, Alabama. But he did do something that I'm surprised you didn't already know. He was a Division One. FCS quarterback for Jacksonville State. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, that's that's impressive. It's uh, FCS means it's a smaller school. Um, but I mean, Jacksonville State is basketball. They're a Sun Belt conference. I'm not sure what conference they are in football, but when you're a quarterback, 
at any level in college that's impressive oh uh, yeah if it was you know f uh, bs it'd be more so but at the same time i mean he's a lot better than i am <laughs> yeah well he started uh he started playing guitar when he was around 10 at 14 he started writing songs but the very first song that he learned to play being from alabama was sweet home alabama uh, he was also a contestant on a CMT reality show, Redneck Island. He started doing his music a little bit more around 2013. Up until 2018, he framed houses and played music. So he did a little bit of everything. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's a, that's what they do, you know? He had one song that was really taken up by his fans before he really hit the market. It was called Bury Me in Texas. Mount Chihau is my Everest and the Coosa is my now. Alabama's where I was born and raised and I think I'll stay a while. We sing about sweet home and Dixieland delight. We tell stories about what goes on in Montgomery at midnight. Cause music row ain't only in Tennessee. So won't you bury me in Dixie beneath these Alabama pines? And take me to Tuscaloosa, plant me under the 50 yard line. And put me in an old truck. Ford or Chevrolet Drive me down to Gunnersville and park me by the lake Or take me to Tumor's Corner and put me under an old tree Give them toilet paper till they mummify me I'll rest in peace if they bury me in ditch So that song right there really it was one of the first songs that he wrote that wasn't a cover that he uh that he played. Yeah. He he kind of learned the stage and uh he was introduced to all kinds of traditional music from his grandfather, which was uh Buford Green. 2003 his granddaddy opened a music hall and that's kind of where he he broke his teeth, you know. Um, he cut his teeth. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> I hope he didn't break them. <laughs> yeah. Well, so uh, turkey. I love your analogies. Yeah. Turkey <laughs> and uh, turkey and duck hunting was his passion, and uh, he become uh, a true lover of outdoors, hunting and fishing. And uh, from what I've heard, before we get too deep into the music, because we have about nine songs that we're gonna play of his, is he's pretty honest. Like he's telling you a story. You know, he, yeah. he's not, I don't think he's a, a Chris Stapleton vocalist, no. but he's definitely a storyteller, and he's going to tell you something that's likely true and very believable, in mm -hmm. my opinion. Yeah. You know? From what I know about him, it seems that way. He seems very authentic. The first time that I heard him was this song right here, which was released in 2018 when he cut a deal with Big Machine Records. This is There Was a Girl. There 
Never knew my old man's truck could even run like that. Should've known better than to take that curve so fast. Daddy pulled up, I was down in a ditch, and he asked me why I did what I did. There was this girl drinking her hand, shoot me and let's get into trouble, grand. I ain't never seen something so fine, and I was doing anything to make her mine. I was out of my mind, she was out of this world. There was this girl. So when I hurt. When I first seen the video of him, mm -hmm. I was like, all right, here we go. Another guy with a beard and a hat. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. But I didn't realize how impressive some of his songwriting was. Yeah. Um, he actually, the first country artist that took a chance on him, and I don't know if you would call this guy a country artist, it was Corey Smith. Riley would sneak into Corey Smith's shows, and he earned a spot opening for him. They become friends, and the best advice that Corey gave him was to worry about things that you can control and forget what you can't, which is, that's really great advice. It is, and that advice is something I received years ago, and it's such a blessing if you can do that. And I, I mean, I can now. There was times in my life I couldn't, but I can now, and... I wish my wife could learn that. Like, she gets so bent out of shape over the small things that don't matter. Man, me, me too. Yeah. Yeah, me you too. need to. You need to. My overthinking is, like, through the roof. Yeah. But, you know, it's something that we battle with every day. He had this other song called In Love By Now. Them windows roll down, Tom Petty's on, she's singing along. Bitchy's out tanned up from that summer sun. She might be dancing to a long hair cover band on the coast, but if I know her, she ain't dancing alone. She's probably in love by now, a girl I You know, that song right there was co-written by Red Atkins and Riley Green. He kind of reminds me, and not fully, but a little bit, of kind of how Alan Jackson was in the, the beginning. Like, there's not a lot of excitement, but there's a lot of truth. How long has he been in, in, the, in the game? 2018, but see, he, here, here's what kind of hurt him. So, 2019, he wins New Male Vocalist of the Year, or New Artist of the Year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Male, I said it right the first time. Um, and then 2020 happens, and he mm -hmm. was on tour with 
Morgan Wallen and Jason Aldean, and he was skyrocketing. Yeah. Then the whole world was flipped upside down, and he kind of, you know, took a hit for it. Oh, yeah. A lot of people did. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but that's that's just the way it happened at that time. Not long after that, he releases a song that he re- that he wrote for himself. It was not meant to be cut. It was not meant to be on radio. He played it one night in a crowd, and they just went insane. So he wrote this song, I Wish Grandpa's Never Died, for his grandpa. And it turned into a massive song for him. Yeah, I remember this one. girls you love never gave back diamond rings I wish every porch had a swing wish kids still learn to say sir and ma'am how to shake a hand I wish every state had a Birmingham I wish everybody knew all the words Mama tried. I wish Monday mornings felt just like Friday nights. And I wish even cars had truck beds. And every road was named Copperhead. And coolers never run out of cold blood life. That song was great. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut it off so short, <laughs> well, but that... Uh, that is by far my favorite song that he does. Oh, yeah. Like... For sure. The meaning that's in that song is just all the things that happen in your life that really, really negatively affect you. and But the most of all... Yeah. Is the whole grandfather part. And, man, it really really touches you because one of my grandfathers i didn't you know <clears throat> i was mm, seven when he died or eight and then you know, my other grandpa's alive now he's 97 yeah but it's kind of in the health now where i i'm not able to really really talk to him you know yeah i lost one uh i think it was 2005 and i wasn't as close with him as i wished i would have been or right. could have been right and then the one that I have now, I'm very grateful for him. Toughest man that I've ever known, you know? Yeah. Um, now, Riley was real good friends with an artist that I would have never expected him to be buddies with, considering his style of music. Mm-hmm. And that was Mr. Sam Hunt. <clears throat> they oh, were well. roommates uh, for a brief time. Yeah, hung out quite a bit before the fame. Makes sense. They were both ex, uh, you know, college uh, quarterbacks. Yeah. Oh yeah, I Makes mean sense. personality, yes, but yeah. music, not at all. Right. Um, he likes to drive fast and he sucks at spelling. I do too. I'm in that club. <laughs> Man, you yeah. are like twins. I know. What's up? It's yeah. like a foot between you. Yeah. Well, I mean, Six here's four, the thing. Five, I don't, don't want to waste any time. <laughs> Let's just yeah. drive. You well, know? Yeah, who cares if you're attached to somebody else's bumper? It's yeah. fine. That's what they make brakes for. God, you, you know? better hope they're good. That's all I know. This next Let me tell you, folks. When we went down to CMA Fest, I'm pretty sure it's going to be another week before 
I'm going to be able to get anything to go out of my asshole. Like, I was <laughs> tensed up. I used my brakes on the pa- in the passenger seat. Like, that floorboard's got a hole in it now. It He's going to Fred Flintstone that now. Like, it is not that He would bad. be looking at siding on the on, on houses as we drove by. I mean, I'm trying to and there's get cars, an idea. There's cars stopped in I front mean, of you. you could have drove. You could have offered to drive. I, yeah, I could have. I would have let you. Well, that's it wasn't my vehicle, <laughs> and I would have drove my truck with the air conditions out. <laughs> well, you know, the vehicle that we were driving didn't have a passenger side mirror. Yeah, it did but not. But we did have AC. Yeah, that, that was so that was worth the trade either. off. I would trade that off in a heartbeat, <laughs> man, because otherwise we would have got down there yeah. and there would have been a dry spot on my body. I, I would have been drenched. Right. So this next song is my favorite my second favorite of his. Of course Grandpa's Never Die was my favorite. This next one I just think is a well written country song and it's called Get That Man a Beer. got married they bought a little place he worked nights and she worked days and they had two mean kids his old dog and her wandering eyes well i heard she's up to her old tricks again she did what she did to me to him and the whole town knew it hell i guess i dodged a bullet so if you find a dime down in Cartersville, Georgia, there's a dude with a bulldog's tattoo in the corner of the bar with a scar on his left eye. It's from a mean right hook of mine. He got my girl and a few good licks in. It broke my heart, but that was back then. And I figured out later that he might have did me a favor. And see, Morgan Wallen really needs to take a hint off of this because you can sing about beer but build the the storyline up so much better. Right. You know, like this. Yeah, beer is in the title, but it's not even close to being sung three times in the whole song. Right. Because he's basically saying... Buy him a beer. I got in a fight with this guy, but he yeah. kind of did me a favor because I didn't end up with her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, I mean, that's just impressive songwriting. I think. It is. It's a good song. Uh, I'm just beat down about Morgan Wallen. I'm done talking about it. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. But like, you can't get people to see that he's really not as talented as he's cracked up to be. He's talented. You can't say he's not 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 talented. I think like it's overrated though at this point when you have the fandom that he has. When you every one of your songs on a thirty-six song album is in the the top fifty, that's that's a bit ridiculous. There is a lot higher quality songs out there right now that aren't getting the love that his are. And you know what? I'm I'm happy for him having that you know success, but I'm also afraid. That that success is not going to help him at all. It's not going to do him any favors. Obviously, already he's had some issues with his quote-unquote voice. Um, it's it's <clears throat> just to the point now where 
his next album um he's got to put up a shut up and it, it's got it's gonna have to be good well, for I, me i mean and i'm one person but still here's my thoughts you know i just feel like he's making uh the country music fan base i mean i don't know the correct way to say this but like if this many people is so excited about music like that then where do the real songwriters go you know what i mean because they're so consumed with that they go to americana and and i feel like he is his own thing he is he's not country he's he's his own little thing he's a sub what's it called a subcategory of country yes yes he's he's the beat country yeah add a beat to it little yeah party country yeah and then you got bro country with like luke bryan and yeah well his little merchandise salesman so that wins awards for songs he didn't write yeah riley green is single he has said in interviews that uh if he doesn't if they don't get along with his mama it's completely off so he's sticking to his guns on that one you know that's smart uh, this next song that he had was If It Wasn't For Trucks. Why would any teenage boy cut grass Sweat all summer saving cash Dream about turning heads downtown with Straight pipes on a hand-me-down guess you could say that i like riley green so much because he he's honest everything he sings about is country i think he's really sticking to his roots you know he's changed a little bit his looks have you know yeah. he's kind of went with a little bit of long hair sometimes a cowboy hat instead of the uh baseball cap uh he had a duet last year too that he he rode the rode out pretty well with thomas Rhett. it's called half of me I'm supposed to mow the grass today I'm supposed to fix the fence But when the sun beating down on me It's hard to make it make sense Half of me wants a cold bed Yeah, that's a cold hard truth And when the refrigerator stops full of them Tell me what's they boy
I like that song. I'm alright with it. I'm not. It's a. What's it called? Uh, it's not an analogy. It's a, a, a saying, I guess. You know, half of me wants to win a lottery, and the other half yeah. does too. You know, it's one yeah. of the things that's been around as long as the English language. Yeah. And, uh, but <clears throat> I don't know. I like some of those songs like that. They're kind of play on words and, you know, uh, using sayings to kind of. But it, it's not my favorite one. Yeah. You know. This next one is called Different Around Here, which he released by himself. And then uh, he's just recently, about a month ago, released this same song featuring Luke Combs. another i mean i love it i mean it, i it, like that one it's kind of his description you know if you if you want to really know who riley green is that that's a song right there that you could definitely yeah describe him mm-hmm. you know this next one right here we only got two more songs left this is called that's what i've been told Chevy Grill ain't no match for a mailbox BB guns are good for breaking glass You can buy a bear 17 You don't have to laugh, they don't ask Girls don't like a kiss that tastes like skull At least that's what I've been told Sorry, Mom They'll put your ass in jail for stealing stop signs. The biggest dog don't win in every fight. Don't make a bet that you can't lose. Don't jump off that river bridge at night. There's roads where even Broncos shouldn't go. At least that's what I've been told. You're just saying prayers and you ain't praying. Cans and it ain't so. When daddy don't say nothing, you better listen, cause you won't be here for long. And that girl ain't coming back if you let her go. Cause that's what I've been told. I like that song. I, did, I, I mean, when he was singing that first verse, I was yeah. like, do you know something about my life? Because I've done all of that. Still yeah. stop signs, jump off 
you know, bridges. I mean, all that stuff. And that's what I like so much about him, man. It's just, yeah. it's honest. He's a, he's a regular dude. Yeah, yeah and like, not. he makes me believe all that. He yeah. may have never done it. I doubt it because he seems like he's done it. Right. But like, he makes me a believer. And like, yeah. I'm happy that he's in country music because this is the type of guy that your George Jones is, you know, they would go out and have dinner with, you know, like they did with mm-hmm. uh, some <laughs> of the artists back in the day. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're to- they're towing the line, yeah. you know? 100%. And yeah. that is so impressive because country music is just, I don't know. This very last song that I'll play of Riley Green's is called Hell of a Way to Go. by the industry kind of like Justin Moore. I mean, yeah. Justin Moore is his country's cornbread. He is. I like him better than I do Justin Moore, though. Yeah, just, I mean, I like style. them both. Yeah. I, I think they're both just I think country. They're both, I think they're both talented. Yeah. And, yeah, they're, they are both country, but... Yeah, you could never say that them two are not country. No, no. Never. You couldn't. And what blows my mind is they're not... In cl- well, I, Riley is right now, yeah. but like him... And Justin Moore, those should be common names at award shows, especially yeah. country music award shows. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be anywhere else. And don't get to. me wrong, I like Jelly Roll. I yeah. do. Yeah. But I don't think Justin Moore was even given the amount of stage time at an award show that Jelly was given. Well, he's also not got the fan base that Jelly's got. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's country. Yeah. Fan base or not, you should have country artists there. Yeah. That's that's yeah. my only character. And I like Jelly Roll. Yeah. I love his story. I love everything about him. Yeah. But you would think that your country artist would be there more. But well, anyways. I mean, he's got a country album that just won some awards, so technically he is a country artist. He's today's country artist. Yeah. 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 
I don't think those, 10 years ago. He's one of those categories. Yeah, 10 years about. ago, yeah. I don't think he would. No. You know? No, if he would have been around 10 years ago, which, I mean, he was around, but just wasn't in, you know, country around. But uh, it, w- it wouldn't have been allowed 10 no. years ago. Like, no. they would have tried and tried and tried to keep them out. They did give a try to a guy named Cowboy Troy. He I was with, Cowboy uh, Troy. Yeah. yeah, with Big and Rich, and he had his big debut, and it took off for a little while. And yeah. of course, you had Colt Ford ten years ago. Yeah, but I feel like Jelly Roll, he's lived it. You, you can yeah. look at his face and tell yeah, he's for lived sure it. has. You yeah. know, there's no buttering up that story. Yeah, and then you had, um, oh, what's uh, Colt Ford? You know, oh, yeah, and that song was huge that he had, and then. It got done by other people. Brad Paisley. Was it Brad? Yeah, no, Jason, Jason Aldean. Jason yeah, Aldean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the thing is, I used to rock out to that song. Yeah. Country Road, or uh, Dirt Road Anthem. Yeah. Well, it was great. Yeah. It's a great song. But it was so much better with him and Brantley Gilbert. Yeah. When they did it. Yeah. It, the original, yeah. it was insane. Which, I mean, that's the way it usually goes on the original. Yeah. It's hard to remake a song and do it better. Yeah. It's very hard to. So, my thoughts on Riley Green. Thank you so much, Riley, for keeping country music alive. Can't wait to hear what you're going to do. And he's somebody that I would go see in concert. Yeah, I mean, he's he's talented. Extremely talented. He's got, you know, well-written songs. Um, his songs, you know, he's not a one-trick pony. He you know, talks about life and everything that's in his life. And that's country music. Yeah. That's that's what it has been. That's what it started as. That's what it always will be. It'll always be uh, something that you can relate your life to. And I'm all for you know any kind of music like that. You know. Yeah. That's kind of why I was going to tell you. I was going to add this in there. You you know you were talking you know about country. Um, Americana is the genre. Now, that's where your Charlie Crockett's are. It's where your Sturgill's are. It's where your Tyler Childers, all those folks, Zach Bryan even, all of them are in that Americana umbrella. And I just feel like the songs are better there, you know? (laughs) Because, you know, country, they're trying to make them, like all the songs and all the albums, they want them to fit a certain mold and that's okay for country radio but that's not what my ears like well and here's another problem you know the songwriting is getting better in nashville we see that with artists like metro sales and lady wilson yeah and i mean it's insane but you know when everybody started complaining about the mom country to the bro country and here we are now, it's almost like they just keep cramming it down, but they put different faces on it. Yeah. Thinking, all right, maybe this will stick to the wall. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, here's the thing. No hating the artist. They're great in their own right. Yeah. But do they belong at our country music festivals? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But then, when you look at the people who attend the festivals, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they're, and when I looked at Broadway, I seen a lot of Broadway girls. 
I mean, well, a ton of he them. wrote the song that is a living thing. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know? It's been something that's been happening for years now. And, and I'll tell you what. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love beautiful women. I, I think it's all right for women to be beautiful. <laughs> but do I put my stamp on 18 to 23-year-old girls walking down Broadway in basically a bikini? I mean, come on now. Especially if it's my daughter. I wouldn't want guys checking them out. <laughs> You know, right? It's just it's it's a different world, and it's hard to accept sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I I'm a firm believer in you let people do what they want to do as long as they're not hurting anybody else, and if they want to wear that, if they want to dress that way, if they want to act that way, it's. I mean, it's not going to hurt my eyes, none, uh, yeah, unless just, it does. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just, you know, it's just like anything else, you know. You you don't, I don't know. But anyways, that's our, that's our thoughts on Riley Green. Yeah. And I don't have anything else. Uh, I don't either. What was that? Oh, yeah, for the folks that... Um, I really wish our uh, our episode we did on the way back home the other day. I wish it would have saved. Yeah, it would have been so much better. You got our our fresh, you know, outlook on it, how it went, and all that. <clears throat> and I'm not sure what you have uh, posted on TikTok. Did you post the interview with the girls? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I that interviewed one. two girls there. They were friends. They were TikTokers. Twenty minutes of their doing one shot <laughs> the way they wanted to get it done yeah. uh after that we were able to uh to interview him and i also interviewed a man holding a sign have you put that on there no okay i didn't know if you had but uh maybe eventually we'll put that on there and uh yeah but uh we met some cool people and if any of those people are listening we appreciate you you know welcome to the family um yes. join us on facebook uh country music critic uh facebook group page um and oh i did want to mention our ad that we do we have to run it i'm gonna explain it's very long and boring yeah it's not our design it like there's a script you have to read and it's a long script yes like i was reading as fast as i could i'm from small town in kentucky folks like i i can only read so fast but yeah and, so, and i thought like you it, made it up and you i was did. like man it's gotta stop we're <laughs> yeah. over a minute you're you know like, I was, you look at me like you're already 30 seconds you're good yeah yeah i, I know i wish i was <laughs> i really do yeah. wish i was but yeah it's uh, ever since they changed it from uh you know anchor to spotify for podcasters they want a whole lot red, and yeah. I'm all right with it. They, it's a little bit of a higher, you know, rate, so that's good. It's a little inside baseball yeah. there, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, we appreciate you, folks. Uh, remember to like, share, rate, review, subscribe, follow, tell your friends, tell everybody, and uh, the more you tell, and the more that we get to join our family, the more stuff we're going to be able to do. Uh, first of all, because we'll have. I mean, it's going to give us a little bit more incentive and uh, 
all that to give you more content. We appreciate you, folks. Hopefully, we get to interview our uh, fan down in the Great Down Under in Australia soon. Um, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's a, actually, I, I listen to some of her songs. Fantastic singer. She's got yeah. some pipes on her. Yeah. Her well, and her I, dad. Her dad, I too. I appreciate her listening. Yeah, it's, that's really cool. Man, that's really cool. Um, but, you know, folks, we appreciate you. I've said it seven times now. Um, yeah, I was kind of wondering. Stay safe. God bless. Asta. Manana. This here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the Country Music Critic. The views and opinions expressed on the Country Music Critic are not necessarily those of the guests, sponsors, or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast. The Country Music Critic releases itself from all misrepresentation. Any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the interweb. Comments made on the Country Music Critic are meant to be informative, comical, or just plain silly, and not meant to defame, asperse, calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or be malign in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all of them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and we'll catch you all next time. <laughs>